Well, ready or not, here we go. The year 2023 is now upon us. Welcome to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip, your host. And today I would like to welcome you to participate in a little thinking and a little deciding of where exactly we have been in the past year, because only by reflecting on that can we determine where we might actually be going. And that's very, very important. Today, I want to reflect, first of all, on a little fact that Don Trump Jr. mentioned a few days ago. He stated that we have a serious problem in America, and the problem is not associated with all of the issues because there are so many issues that are playing into the determination of what America becomes that it's overwhelming. And secondly, he mentioned that uh, we seem to be winning on all of the issues as far as influencing the public. Now, that's a pretty interesting take, and I think it's really important to hear the message that he came up with on top of that, because he stated simply that issues don't matter. That means the issues pertaining to the destruction of our national economy, the infrastructure continuing to break down because we are sending all of our money overseas, the issues with the perversion and indoctrination of our children, all of these issues, the ongoing toxic shot push, the ignoring of the scientific data that has accumulated with regard to deaths resulting from the messenger RNA shots, and the ongoing deadly NIH hospital protocols that will be used forever to terminate patients if at all possible. See, all these things are very important and significant issues that are weighing heavily on people's minds because they are taking a toll on us in no small way. But Don Jr. said those issues, every last one of them, they don't matter. And the reason that he said that is because we no longer have free elections in America. Election integrity is absolutely gone. And that's one of the big things, one of the issues, if you will, that we actually had to face in this past year. With the midterm elections, we were fully aware of the fact that the Democrat Party will do anything to steal the election. And not only will they do it, but they're devising new techniques all the time. They are finding new ways to overcome the people's vote, and they will do it now overtly in public. Notice that the uh, Democrat uh, runners for office spend no time uh, talking about issues, spend no time trying to appeal to the people. Look what happened in Arizona, and I'll get to that in a little bit, but um, Katie Hobbs is a fine example of someone who simply 
feels that she does not need to meet her opponent and discuss issues with her, debate her, because first of all, she would seriously get hammered. And secondly, she knows that debating makes no difference whatsoever. So why make herself look bad? Because then she's going to have to do more stealing of ballots in order to overcome the will of the American people. So Don Jr. says all of the issues don't matter because we simply do not have a vote. Now, that has been true ever since the 2020 election. We know beyond any doubt that Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, was reelected in 2020, but the election was stolen from him through ballot harvesting, through canning of votes for Donald Trump. We saw what happened after midnight when everything just went completely in the favor of the Democrats when Donald Trump was far ahead in the lead. And all of the swing states that were so critical were the locations where things happened uh, swiftly and always, always in favor of the Democrat Party. But when Don Trump Jr. says that issues don't matter, what he is saying is that we cannot win an election now based on the issues or based on the will of the people, because that is the bottom line right there. We have to persuade people that we have something to offer among those people who are running for office and those who can convince you and I that they have a plan to make America a better place, a stronger nation, well, that doesn't have any impact on the outcome of elections anymore. And what that really means is that we really no longer have elections, and we have not had a fair election since 2016. And even then, the stealing of the votes was rampant. Hillary Clinton fully expected to become the next president of the United States through all of the corruption that was going on even back then. But we, the people, overpowered her. And so a lot of people think, well, that's what we needed to do again. And that is what was hoped for in the midterm election. But that didn't happen either we saw that our votes didn't count for anything. The election was not an election. It was a selection, as people call it, because the ruling parties that won in each state were decided upon based on dirty tactics to put them in office, meaning that we have no voice. <clears throat> and for that reason, I've said... We are no longer a free republic. We have not been a free republic since Joe Biden was installed in office illegally, corruptly in 2020. But we had still hoped for something better. We hoped that we could have won the midterm elections, turn this around because we were at least aware of what was going on. So, we can see that in the last year, it was, it was really a tough year. It was very discouraging. And 
I became very discouraged uh, when I saw what was happening again, because I guess in my willful naivety, I wanted to actually believe that we were going to get a handle on this because we knew it was happening beyond any doubt. We proved it beyond any doubt. But now it's interesting. It's interesting what Don Trump says, Don Trump Jr. He says, if issues don't matter, he says, the one thing we need to focus on is winning the next election in 2024. Now, Donald Trump has announced again that he is running for office. And there's a lot of debate going on about that. And we need to recognize that a lot of the debate, uh, as far as the negative side, is going to come from the left. They want the conservative patriot to reject Donald Trump because they fear Trump with everything in, in, their, in their bones. I mean, they just cannot have Donald Trump doing what he did to them, exposing the deep state as he did. Donald Trump does not play by the political rules and he does not follow the status quo in government. And that's why he became so popular. And that's why he actually managed to accomplish so much, even though the entire, the entire structure of our political scene was working against him on both sides, Republican and Democrat. When you talk about the DNC, you might as well be talking about the RNC because there are so few patriots who are actually intending to serve the people according to way to the way our constitution was originally devised so that they would be ambassadors of the American people. And that's why we are called we the people. We are a government of the people for the people by the people. But that went to the wayside in 2020. And what really else went, went to the wayside is the, the constitution of the United States of America. We no longer have a functioning constitution. We no longer have a three-pronged branch of government that is balanced. The executive branch, which is the presidency, is totally corrupted. And we know that Joe Biden is nothing more than a puppet. He is being run by either Obama or some other mishmash of these tyrants who are the real insurgents who have taken over America. <clears throat> and I say that past tense. It is past tense. America has been taken over. But what Donald Jr. has suggested is that we no longer focus on the issues, but we, we really have to focus on taking back the presidency, taking back those offices in swing states and in all states that count, and we cannot do it according to the current system. Now, this is where it gets a little bit tacky. What does he suggest? He suggested we have to play their game. Now, their game is that they are playing dirty. They are laundering votes. They are doing everything they can to change the ballot counts. And they will do that by any and all means possible. And they'll do it in broad daylight as they have done in recently in this past midterm election. So Don Jr. says we have to play their game. In other words, 
If they are going to steal ballots, then we need to steal ballots. We need to do everything that they are doing, only do it better. In other words, beat them at their own game. We fight fire with fire. That's what John Jr. is saying. Now, I don't know how you feel about that, because if you are a conservative patriot who desires to honor the Constitution, then you say, look, no, we cannot do that. We have to follow the Constitution because that's who we are, to use the misused Obama term that he used so much. Okay, if, if that's not who we are, then we can't play dirty. We can't stoop to their level, can we? I mean, what new rules do we have to follow? And how exactly do we play the game? Do we stoop to their level? And do we play dirty too? Because that's exactly what Don Jr. is saying. And I am not mocking Don Jr. right now. This is a critical issue. He says we have to play the game. Now, I have suggested that we not play the game and fully follow the Constitution. But frankly, from the feedback I received, that did not go over well, because following the Constitution means you got to have some cojones. You have to have some commitment and resolve to defend your Constitution. and. From what I see, it's just not there. I don't think the American people are willing to suffer. I don't think the American people are willing to put their reputations on the line, let alone their lives, to defend our homeland. I think that the resolve is not there. And so what do we do? Well, I think we can all acknowledge that there is a huge conflict of interest in America. And... When the conflict of interest involves everything pertaining to our lives, including our very livelihood of whether or not we will eat or drink uh, meat and normal foods versus processed foods synthesized in a laboratory, compliments of Bill Gates, um, you know, things get uh, pretty black and white at that point. And I think that most people would acknowledge that America is certainly at some type of war. We are more divided than we have ever been. And I would suggest that we are even more divided than we were during the time of the Civil War. Things have gotten pretty bad in America. And so what are the new rules? Don Jr. is suggesting that we have to beat them at their own game, play their game, only play it better, means that we are actually, in effect, using rules of war. The rules of engagement in any war have to be determined so that we know what the rules are and so that we play them out the way they ought to be played and we don't break our own rules. So how are we going to do this? See, what, what happens in this war, if you want to call it that, and if we wanted to play the game of actually winning an election by any and all means possible, it seems to me that money is going to be a huge factor here, right? Money wins. How often? Because that, that's how you buy off people to win votes, to steal votes, to do dirty, nasty little things with the ballots so that 
the losing team wins. Okay. And now we are the losing team because of the corruption. So do we beat them at this game? Remember the saying, all's fair in love and war, right? So um, if this is war, then is everything fair? Are we, uh, are we not compromising our integrity and our morality by saying, okay, we have to do what we must do to beat them. And especially if we're going to beat them at their own game, because uh, in this war, the, there are no bullets flying. The bullets are coming at us, the conservatives and everybody else, through injections, poisonous injections, uh, because of the uh, corruption of, of medicine. Medicine has been hijacked. It has been uh, completely weaponized. And there's more in the making for that because they are going to guarantee in their minds that they will have control of not only the United States of America and our citizens, but the entire world. They want that. The World Health Organization has an agenda. They are pushing hard for it, and they have an awful lot of money. So how are we going to play their game, Don Jr.? I'd like to know that because I, I like what he's saying. There's a part of it that really does appeal to me, and I, I would like to hear more about that. But we can't talk in the abstract if we're going to do this. If we are going to beat them at their own game, then, okay, let's decide how do we do that. Okay, and I'm not fully opposed to that. I really am not. I think it is a plan B because plan A would be follow the Constitution, follow it out logically, but we will not do that. We just will not do that. I've let go of that. And the reason we will not do that is simply because we, the people, have abandoned God. We have abandoned our morality. And I'm not talking every individual in America. There are so many good conservative patriots, good, strong Christians, people who are not playing the Christianity game even, but sincerely trying to do the Lord's will. And that's a really good thing because morality comes from God. And if you have a true morality, you are going to have a good people, and that leads to a good nation. But we are so compromised as a nation that we no longer have a morality. We are no longer a Christian nation. I've recently seen people taking their children to all of these filthy shows with drag queens and all kinds of sexual perversion, and they're rejoicing in their filth. And we hear these stories sometimes from patriots who are, are there also, not taking their kids, but objecting to it. And to that, I say, patriots, what are you doing? Where is your morality? Why would you pay or, do, or show up to support this kind of filth? Well, you would do it because you have spurned God. That's the only reason I can come up with. And that's exactly what we have done as a nation. So if we are going to play by these new rules of war, I honestly don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how we are going to fund this war so that we can win it. And I don't know how we are going to join hands because conservatives tend to be highly independent, not unified as the Communist Democrat Party is unified in their participation of evil. So the question is, can we do it? 
can we actually come up with an alternate plan? Because if we can, then maybe there is some hope that we can regain our nation, regain our control. And once we regain control, then reestablish the Constitution. And that includes reestablishing an honest election. And that is exactly what Don Trump Jr. suggested. He said, maybe we can do that once we get power, but let's get power by any and all means possible. So what he's saying is the means is going to be uh, the determining factor to the end. And the means justifies the end, because if we don't get control back of our elections, then the party's over. You might as well turn out the lights. The game is over. And right now, we as a nation have lost. We have lost everything. We have lost our free republic. We are no longer America, the home of the free and land of, of, of the brave. It, it's, just, it's just not the way things are in America right now. Now, let's take a little look at the Kerry Lake election steal. Now, we just saw, witnessed a two-day absolute sham trial, okay? The evidence for a debauched, corrupted election was overwhelming. We had what we thought was a conservative Maricopa County Superior Court judge named Peter Thompson, who we had hoped would actually weigh the evidence. But when all was said and done, um, we were very hindered in presenting that evidence. We were hindered in having testimonies coming forth to expose what really happened. But Carrie Lake by herself uh, was just amazing. I mean, pointing out the truth. This woman is a patriot of patriots. She is a person who loves the American people. She loves her family. She loves her husband. I know Carrie Lake personally. And this woman is genuine. She is a genuine patriot. And she is going all out, no holds barred, not holding back anything to try and justify her taking down Katie Hobbs, the criminal, the woman who belongs in prison, and worse, because of her insurrection, because of her treasonous actions to take this election from us. And this is a repeat of what happened to President Trump. So we need to understand the significance of this. Now, Kerry Lake lost that sham election. This Peter Thompson is a disgrace. I don't know how he can live with himself, but he's been bought off. And so many uh, judges have been bought off in our land. We, we don't have an executive branch. We don't have a legislative branch. Um, we don't, that represents the people anyway. And we do not have a predictable, reliable, dependent judicial branch. I have been saying for the last two years that the judicial branch is bipolar. You never know what you're going to get. You never know when they're going to be manic or depressive. You never know what the outcome is going to be. The only thing you do know is that you cannot trust them to make decisions based on sound, critical judgment with the Constitution 
as the standard for making those decisions. That just does not happen anymore. And the reason is because the Constitution is sitting collecting dust on a shelf put away in an insignificant corner and for all practical purposes, it is forgotten. So we must understand the significance of what Kerry Lake is going through right now. Now, Katie Hobbs is suing Kerry Lake uh, for monies to just add salt to the wound. And I don't think she'll win that. Carrie Lake, bless her heart, is going to take this to the Supreme Court. She is resolved and determined to not allow this to happen. And we need to back her with everything that we can. We need to support Carrie Lake in any way that we can. Because what she is trying to do is she is hoping to regain our free republic that has been lost. We are no longer under God's guidance, but Carrie Lake is refusing yet to accept a dictatorship rule in America. This election was extremely significant. The outcome of this fraudulent election has ramifications that we cannot even imagine. And if we don't understand it, what is happening right now, then America will be lost forever and we will never have another honest election. And it won't be long before they will toss the election system completely because without the Constitution, dictators can and will do whatever they choose to do. Please recognize that. If Kerry Lake loses this battle in Supreme Court, and I think it will go to the Supreme Court, unless the Supreme Court judges say, oh, this is not in our jurisdiction. This is something that we refuse to hear in court. Okay, then it's over. Think about it. Voting shall have become nothing more than just an inconvenient informality. It means that voting has no significance whatsoever. So why spend all the money on an election? Toss it out and let them install whatever leaders they want to oppress us, because that's exactly what is going to happen if Kerry Lake loses this battle. This is not just a Kerry Lake battle for the governorship of Arizona. This is a battle that is going to influence every American citizen. It is going to influence America's very future. And so I think we need to become sober-minded, come to our right minds, and realize that if we don't have a positive outcome on this election in Arizona, concerning the governor of Arizona, there's a whole lot of stuff that is going to be lost. And if that does happen, then Don Trump Jr. is absolutely right. Why talk about the issues? Why keep fighting the issues? Because we will talk until we are blue in the face. We will shout. We will scream. We will whine and complain 
We will protest. We might even take little jabs at the enemy here and there, and we will accomplish absolutely nothing. They will have their way. And I am determined not to have that. See, what's really at stake in America is are we going to be ever again a hallowed nation, a holy nation as one nation under God, or is America going to be just gutted out, a hollow, dead tree trunk? That's what we have to decide. It's going to be a very, very tough year, 2023. And how do we approach it? I want to hear ideas. I would love to hear new ideas, such as what Don Jr. said, because it's at least refreshing to know that somebody gets it. Somebody understands what is at stake. Because right now, we have no election. We have no free republic whatsoever. All we have is a mess in America. And as I had stated, perhaps, oh, at least two years ago, things are going to get worse and worse and worse. They plan to take us down. They plan to shut us up. They plan to divide us and to destroy us. And it is happening every day of our lives right now. And as we are closing the year 2022, Maybe we need to think of a new strategy and a new direction, if that be possible. I want to be positive on this. I want to say there is a way, and I'd like to suggest a way. I'm going to take a short break, and I will be right back to discuss what will become of America in 2023. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. 
Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Latulip. I am speaking today about America in 2023. What do we exactly have to look forward to? Will the United States of America become completely hollowed out as a nation, or can we somehow restore our nation to be? a godly country again, a free republic that is based on looking out for our neighbor as ourselves, caring about one another, having some respect in ourselves. What will it take to bring America back? Well, we will soon be starting the new year in 2023 and things will be changing up a little bit. Right now, you can listen to this program on weekends on Saturday and Sunday, this show airs at 12 and 5 Eastern time and then goes to podcast. Remember that I also write one or two articles a week for America Out Loud. And I would encourage you to go to americaoutloud.com and access those articles. And also, please look into others on America a lot because we are a group of patriots who truly do care about you. We care about America. We care about saving America and making America great again. That goal will never be lost. I would encourage you also to consider reading my book, Unity Without Compromise, A Biblical Basis for Christian Union. It is a book that discusses Bible interpretation, sound doctrine, and what unity must really be based upon. And that unity is actually the Lord's Prayer. You'll read about it in John chapter 17. And I discuss this at great length because there is a lot of false teaching in American Christianity. It is not getting better. It is getting worse. And this is why the Christian church has become so deluded, so impotent to influence people to change for good. And that will destroy America. That is the real issue. So I'd encourage you to access these resources and please spread them around because it is we, the conservative platforms, versus they, the mainstream media that tells nothing but lies. And I pity those poor people who are unaware of that simple fact because they are greatly, greatly deceived. And we cannot allow that to happen. So... I've been discussing a statement by Don Jr. who said that issues do not matter, and he suggests that we need to play the corrupt Democrat game of stealing elections. We have to beat them at their own game, and that's the only way we are going to win this war, says Don Jr. I am not completely opposed to that because we are at war and the rules of war are very different 
than the rules of peacetime. We have no constitution to appeal to. We have no constitution to abide in and to follow simply because we have allowed it to wither and collect dust on the shelf. We have not defended the Constitution as we ought. And that is just my opinion. So take it for what it's worth. But Don Jr. says we need to play the game and we need to play it well so that we beat them at their own dirty little game. Well, it's a very positive comment. And at least Don Jr. acknowledges the serious nature of having no free election no honest election, because we are totally, totally screwed if we cannot do this. And if voting has now become just an inconvenient informality, then voting means nothing. Your vote means nothing. And we can talk about the issues all we want, because there are many issues, and each of these issues is affecting the fate of America. It is destroying America. I will grant you that. And all of these issues really just fit into one category very nicely, and that is called injustice. The shots, the hospital death protocols, okay? These are, they are killing people, and many of you have succumbed to the shots, to the hospital protocol. You've been victimized, or your family members have. Your beloved family members or friends were snuffed, that is, murdered by these people. But try, go ahead and try to find an attorney to take your case on and to fight for justice. It will be a lesson in futility like you have never known before. And I know this because I speak to these people who have been victimized and who ask, what can I do? Can you help me? You know, it's very hard to help someone when nobody is willing to put their reputation on the line for the sake of justice. And so the real issue, no matter what it is, is injustice. We have child indoctrination going on in America right now with critical race theory, with sexual perversion of every kind, the worst things imaginable that you can conjure up. And our schools, the system wants to call it all normal. The most renowned entities in medicine want to say that there are not just two sexes. They want to compare completely ignore all logical science, all good science, and say, uh-uh, that doesn't apply anymore. And so pseudoscience has prevailed. Children are being taught that they can be a boy or a girl or a whole bunch of other things. The Marriage Protection Act has been approved, and now anybody can get married to just about anyone. And it's okay, according to our society. And it's going to get worse yet, because if you look at our Canadian brotherhood uh, up north, they already have legalized bestiality. 
and I'm waiting for it. I am waiting for it. How long will they protect a marriage between a man and a cow or a woman and a dog, right? I mean, that, it, it sounds completely absurd, but it's not because we live in a world of absurdity and that is what they have called the new normal. I don't like it. It makes no sense. It ignores all true science. It ignores all of the rules of morality and ethics, but we haven't hit bottom yet. Every time we think we've seen the worst, something new, something worse happens. So all of these issues are all about injustice. I mean, even controlling the economy. Look at how they are, are controlling us. Look at who is benefiting from our loss. I went Christmas shopping about a week before Christmas, and I went into the sportsman's warehouse with the intent of buying a fishing pole for my son-in-law. Do you know that throughout the entire store of Sportsman's Warehouse, I could not find a fishing pole that was not made in China? So I walked out of the store fully disgusted that nothing, virtually nothing is made in America. Oh, sometimes they try to dupe you and say designed in America, but still made in China. Now, I would pretty much have bought a fishing pole made anywhere but in China. Almost anywhere. I don't like feeding the enemy. And so I did not buy my son-in-law a fishing pole. You see, this is how they are controlling the economy. They are forcing us through our taxation, through our monies to purchase things. I mean, there are certain things that you would be hard-pressed to find that were not made in China. And that is not by accident. It is completely by design. And then what about censorship? You know, which direction are we going in? Is Elon Musk our hero or is this just a pause in all of the gross censorship that has plagued us uh, for a few years now, at least since the start of the pandemic? We are living in really depressing times, the truth is. We are living in a time of extreme corruption when everybody from top to bottom has sold out their soul. How are we going to win our nation back? The only way we are going to do it is to recognize the biblical standard and acknowledge that our Lord Jesus Christ is the God and Savior of this world that made America great. I'd like to turn your attention to Micah. The book of Micah is in the Old Testament, and it talks of a time when things were really bad with the Israelites. Things were not going well at all because everybody was corrupt because of the deception of pride, the arrogance of men thinking that there is no accountability whatsoever. Things got really bad. 
in Micah chapter 3, verses 9 through 12, that says, Now hear this, you heads of the house of Jacob and rulers of the house of Israel, who abhor justice and pervert all equity, who build up Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with iniquity. Her heads judge for a bribe. Her priests teach for pay and her prophets divine for money. Yet they lean on the Lord and say, is not the Lord among us? No harm can come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion, shall be plowed like a field. Jerusalem shall become heaps of ruins. And the mountain of the temple, like the bare hills of the forest, heaps of ruins. See, that's where we are going. Did you notice that the judges, the leaders of the country, the spiritual leaders, all were corrupt. They were all bribed. It was all about money. They worshipped the other God. And because of that, people suffered just immensely. And that's what we're seeing right now. But the suffering in America has only begun. If I go a little further in Micah to chapter seven, let me read the first seven verses because that is very applicable to our present situation here in America and also in the world. Woe is me, for I am like those who gather summer fruit, like those who glean vintage grapes. There is no cluster to eat of the first ripe fruit, which my soul desires. The faithful man has perished from the earth, and there is no one upright among men. They all lie in wait for blood. Every man hunts his brother with a net, that they may successfully do evil, with both hands, the prince asks for gifts. The judge seeks a bribe, and the great man utters his evil desire. So they scheme together. The best of them is like a briar. The most upright is sharper than a thorn edge. The day of your watchman and your punishment comes. Now shall be their perplexity. Well, that's through verse four. And now that's a pretty grim picture. Notice the prince asked for gifts. Okay, so the leaders who are ruling the land are taking, taking, taking from the people. And the judge seeks a bribe. Now, I suspect that the Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson probably took a bribe. He was fearing possibly for his own life. He didn't want to be the fall guy to speak honestly and to judge rightly. No, he'll take a bribe because he has no soul. And all the great men who have lots of wealth, like Bill Gates, lots of influence, like Anthony Fauci, look at what they have done to us. They utter their evil desire and they scheme together. And they are hell-bent on tormenting people. Lives mean nothing to them. 
And so what does that cause among the people themselves? Well, let me go to the rest of the verses, 5 through 7, in chapter 7 of Micah. Do not trust in a friend. Do not put your confidence in a companion. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your bosom. For son dishonors father. Daughter rises against her mother. Daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his, his own household. Therefore, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. In the darkest of times, what we really do see is there is always some glimpse of hope. But we are now living in evil times. 2022 was a grueling year for me, and I know it was for many of you. I'm still on the threads of the freedom doctors, frontline doctors, doctors that are trying so hard to speak the truth about the toxic shots. You've heard, hopefully, stop the shots, stop the shots, stop this, stop that, stop the evil. We're doing everything we can, some of us, to fight for our nation. We are dealing with issues. But the issues don't matter if we cannot change the situation. And to change any situation, you have to change people's minds. That reminds me of the word repentance in the Greek. Metanoeo means to change your mind, to do an about face. Take a 180 degree turn and start going in the other direction. Turn away from evil and start producing good in your life, producing good fruit because they'll know you by your fruit. That's the only way that we have to judge one another. When someone says, I am a Christian, I would say, just as James told us, show me you're a Christian. Show me that you have faith by your good works. And if you have no good works, then your faith is dead. Those are some pretty strong assertions, but that is what we are told in Scripture. I don't know about you, but when I am reflecting in my own life and in my own heart and soul, I have to ask myself, what have I done in the past year? How much has it counted? Did I say the right things? Have I done the right things? Have I been too harsh? Have I had any meanness of intent? Or am I trying to speak the truth in love? And those are the kind of questions we really need to ask ourselves. Have I sinned against God? Of course, we've all sinned against God. We fail daily in one way or another because we are humans. But what is the intent of our heart? Are we trying to be God's people? Am I trying to be a servant of the Lord? That's what will make America great. That is what will save our nation. But right now, Maybe we need to confess our shortcomings, confess the fact that we, first of all, as a nation, have completely, utterly failed. We have failed God. We have failed the founders of this great nation. We have failed our own families, our children, who depend on us for protection, 
We have failed the children in the womb, so many of whom have been aborted, killed, murdered in the womb, the most innocent of all human beings. We have failed. And it's a very sad testimony because like the seven churches of Asia, six of them in the book of Revelation, the first three chapters, we see the errors of their ways that were exposed when God said, I have this against you. If I look in the mirror and ask myself, God, what do you have against me? It's not impossible to come up with possible things, the things that might actually mean something. And if I acknowledge that I have failed God, what I am doing is acknowledging my sin. I am confessing my sin to God. And the Bible says to confess our sins to one another. And it's a very hard thing to do because you have to be careful. People can and will use it against you if you confess your sins to the wrong people. But there is good in confession because if it leads to repentance, then we become something more important to our nation, to ourselves, to our family. And we begin to turn around the corruption that we see. Now, the year 2022 has been a very, very tough year. Life is becoming hard, and a lot of people really feel it is out of control. There are people who are now taking preparations to survive an onslaught, whatever that may be. They are putting up barriers. They are storing food and water. They are anticipating something devastating because they are just not sure of what is going to happen in America. Yes, we as a nation have failed, and it is a very sad testimony. But let's remember also that there is always hope, and hope is the strongest of all emotions. When you have hope, in order to have hope, you must have faith. And that faith must be in God, not in man. So what I'm thinking is that 2023 is actually going to be a very tough year. I just got to be honest. You know, I'd like to be uplifting. I'd like to say, oh, you know, we're, we're coming out of it. We're coming out of the mire. We are watching the, the fog lifting because it's going to be a great year in 2023. Well, I beg to differ on that. I don't think that is going to happen. And I'm just speaking the truth plainly. How do we prepare for the year 2023? What do we do? How do we join hands? How do we become one? How do we restore standard? Well, it's not going to be easy. That much I can say. But... Let's read one more passage of scripture in 2 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 31. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. Isn't that awesome? Take out a dollar bill. Take out a coin and read those words, in God, we trust. That's a great starting point.
because we don't have power to change everything. We don't have control over every influence upon our lives, but we do have control of ourselves. And when we, when we trust in God, we are shielded to some extent from all the evil. It's not a guarantee that we will not suffer. No, I think we will suffer. And I think the suffering could get pretty bad. The more that we turn away from God, the worse it's probably going to become. But I have a goal for this year for myself. And I would encourage you to adopt it. It begins by protecting your own heart and your own soul. Don't allow the evil to come into your home on television, on your computer. Protect your heart and soul. And also protect your family, your children. Don't allow them to be exposed to the evil that is going to alter their minds, twist their minds, and destroy them. Keep speaking the truth boldly and courageously, but also in love. And above all, above all, please aim to know God. And you do that, first of all, by reading the Bible. And I would suggest that we start getting on our knees and praying hard. Pray for unity. Pray for wisdom, because it takes wisdom to know what to say and what to do and how to live among a world of corruption and debauchery. But we can do this. And going into 2023, I look forward to fighting the good fight because in the end, faithfulness is all that counts. I wish you all a very happy new year. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise. Adieu.